guys. Welcome back to another episode of I Can't Stress This Enough. I'm your host, Tiffany, and I am so honored to be speaking with today's guest, Matt. Um, wait, how did we become friends? Was it Jane? Jane Hogg? I don't think it was through Jane. I think that was just like a byproduct that was like, wow, we both know Jane. <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know, it's just one of those things where one of us followed the other on Twitter and it just... I, th- I remember mid-pandemic, like early on, you reached out to me and you were like, let's just hop on FaceTime for an hour. And so I feel like that was really like the start of it was just, hey, we followed each other for a long time. Let's actually get to know each other. Internet friends. Internet friends. Internet guys. friends. <laughs> so, many so internet yeah. Friends. I, I, that sounds right. Cause I was like a fan of your social. Um, and so yeah, I and then I think I saw that you knew Jane. So I was like, okay, so, you know, I know he's real. Because, <laughs> um, you know, I'm vetted. Know. I'm vetted. You never know with internet people. Um, oh, so true. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then we stayed in contact, and you're doing awesome things at MTV, and you're just an awesome person. You have great taste in music and just like funny memes and stuff. Um, thank you, thank you. So yeah, I'm so excited to have you on today. So- I'm so excited to be here, and <laughs> knowing the topic for today, I am like over the moon excited. Okay, so yeah, so today's episode is going to be on should have been a single. So we're going to talk about songs that should have been singles like and I in my mind I was like this also could have been the could have been songs that deserve music videos because that's also how I feel yeah yeah because every once in a while you have a single that doesn't get the full treatment when it deserves it right 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 so um I'm excited to dig into that but first okay so we got to talk about the Met Gala. We got to talk about VMAs. We got to talk about Lil Nas X. Like so much, so much to talk about. Um, I feel like we should start with VMAs since you know you were, I mean, hands down covering social, like just doing doing the damn thing. So, um, what was your favorite part um, performance of the VMAs? So I feel like it's so interesting actually working on the VMAs, and I'm, I know you know this from, from your own work, is like, I did not watch the VMAs. I, I, I listened to the VMAs. I was in the room when the VMAs were on the TV. So I really, for me, like came down to watching all the performances afterward, which I know plenty of other people do as well. Um, and it has to be Doja Cat for me. I thought that it was so different of her Um, And I thought it was just so like aesthetically beautiful when she was like fully in the air with like this light that was like actually moving. It looked like, you know, she was the center of the universe. Maybe she was planet her. I I was so, so obsessed with it. I thought that it was like a very different kind of performance from her. Um, But others that I really loved, um, I think Chloe has to be at the top of that list. Chloe just, I mean... Like, way to come out with your debut single and then just give us a performance a few days later. It was so, so, so incredible. Um, Lil Nas X's was so fun. Um, and I feel like he always, like, goes full out, gives us a full production for his performances. Mm-hmm. And I love my girl Casey Musgraves. Um, and I, I think that it was cool to see that, like, you know, one award show can have so many different types of performances um, where Casey's, like, had such a beautiful set, but it really came down to just like her vocals and the instrumental. 
um, which was also really, really cool. What about you? What did you love? Okay, you did not list my girl Normani. And I, it's so interesting because I don't know if you can give context about like her whole performance, but like she said she wasn't invited. And then the fans petitioned. I thought it was just interesting that she had to petition. And I think she had the best performance like I of the whole night as far as like choreography, stage presence, and singing live. I did like Doja's performance, but I think she lip-synced, um, which in the air. It seemed like, like it. Right. <laughs> it, wasn't air, pink. it wasn't pink. <laughs> right, right. In the air, totally, totally get it. Um, but yeah, I like the whole Normani of it all. I thought like that was interesting. I think that she did the best. Um, I'm so glad and grateful that, you know, I obviously don't have any insight into talent booking. Um, I'm so glad that she still was like invited to perform in the end, um, probably thanks to her fans. And, you know, I, I heard people who were saying stuff like, you know, why why does she like deserve to perform like there's plenty of people who deserve to perform like why specifically normani but i also think that you look at award shows in general and there are people who just like get invited even when their songs are just like not charting super well so i feel like normani always delivers in her performances so if there's anyone who like always deserves an award show slot i would say it's normani um, it, I also thought that it was like a very different performance for Normani as well. It felt a lot more low key, which I, I guess like does fit the song and that video in general. Um, yeah. But the last, the last thirty seconds alone, I mean, that was that was the top performing video on MTV Instagram that night. Was, was Normani's performance? Was Normani with Tiana Taylor at the end? Um, just a reel of that section. Oh yes, that was so good. Yeah, I. That I loved too. It was like a whole like Janet vibe, um, which I really loved. And I thought I thought Normani did great. Um, I thought Doja did great. Um, I think Chloe, I think that was a great first performance. She had a lot of um like her energy was really good. Have mercy, I do think that they released it like the teaser on TikTok versus when it actually dropped was so took too much time so i feel like a lot of the hype has died yeah i feel like that's just been such a like ongoing trend with a lot of people right now <laughs> um mm-hmm. even even normani like her song kind of leaked like m- three or four months before it wound up coming out lil nas x we all know very well mm-hmm. how much he promoted call me by your name and also that's what i want for months before we actually and industry baby too he's a brilliant marketer but like something's like all right we want it (laughs) yeah yeah what did you think of um olivia rodrigo's performance i really i i enjoyed it i thought that i mean i love that song so 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 much um i saw that some people really wanted it to be like you know, like a really, really more like Paramore vibes. Um, yeah. In a dream world, yes. Bring out um, Haley Williams and like just, you know, fully duet it together or do a mashup. I mean, that would have been yeah. next level. Um, yeah. But I mean, to think that like most people could not name who Olivia Rodrigo was a year ago. And then she was like one of the first acts to perform on this year's show, I think um, was really a testament to 
the last only nine months of her career. Isn't that crazy? And I actually had found her through um, the Disney Plus show that she's on. Uh, what is it called? Same. High School Musical. High School Musical, the musical, the musical, the musical the series. The series. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But yeah, I, I'm sh- like the way her career has blown up is like crazy. Um, and then, okay, we also have to talk about Bieber and Billy. Um, I forgot Bieber opened the show. That's how forgettable it was. <laughs> like, like, I wish he would have I... taken his hood off at one point during the night. Just take the hood off. Like, look like you're happy to be there. Like, what's going on, dude? What's going on? <laughs> um, that song with Kid Leroy is like, it's cool. I, I I think it's one of those songs where I think um, white people enjoy it more. And I, for, I forget, like, it's almost like um, Post Malone in circles where I'm like, wow, like, y'all really go up for this song. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that coming, but like, okay. But um, yeah, I was, I was a little... I just thought him opening the show was like kind of underwhelming. Um, it didn't give what it was supposed to give for me <laughs> personally. Yeah. And it really wound up being like the night of Justin Bieber, which I didn't, I didn't predict that going into it. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I'm, when it comes to videos, I think the purpose era was like his best videos and then after that like I can't even think of anything memorable like Peaches is cool but like the music video isn't like doesn't tell a story or anything like that um and you know he also won what was it like best pop or whatever so I think that'll be interesting for the Grammys because you know he's always saying he's a R&B <laughs> like he always wants to be categorized <laughs> true 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 <laughs> he won a pop award so <laughs> We'll see how that goes. And he won a pop award for like the song with two R and B artists on it. So I'm just like, <laughs> what what where are we doing? Like, um, and then yeah, I don't know if you saw, but Billy and Olivia were like sitting next to each other at one point, which I loved because you know, the internet tries to like really pit them against each other, which is like really lame that there can't be more than one like woman succeeding um oh, totally. at a time. And but, I feel like just with these last, like, we'll get into Matt Gala as well, but yeah. the amount of just, like, love between the Gen Z pop stars has been really, really good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I mean, like, I can't even, like, name a feud. Like, I feel like people try to make feuds, like you said, but mm-hmm. it seems like it just everyone is succeeding and happy for each other. Um, I, I totally, totally agree, like, I was just thinking like Lil Nas X is so like beloved. Um, obviously, homophobia aside, that's its own thing. But you know, I just saw a picture with Dua Lipa and Meg. People are yes, like, y'all need, st- y'all need to be in the studio. Agreed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I agree with that. But I thought it was interesting that she didn't perform, but probably because she was also hosting the Met Gala the next day. But um, I also yeah, think that, oh, I was just gonna say, I think she wanted to, in my mind, I feel like she wanted like Olivia to kind of have like this first, you know, night because she already performed at the VMAs last year, I believe. Totally. And I'll say again, like, obviously I have nothing to do with talent booking and I know nothing about talent booking, but <laughs> when people say stuff like, why isn't Billie Eilish performing? Like, how dare you not ask Billie Eilish to perform again? Total guess, as if I'm not an employee of MTV. If Billie Eilish said, I want to perform, 
there's no way they would say no. Like, exactly. People always think that it's just up to, you know, the producers of the show, but it's it's up to talent as just as much as long as, you know, they're invited to perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think she didn't like imagine performing and then hosting the Met Gala like and also you, all the rehearsals, you know, yeah. like it's it's too much. So, um, but yeah, I, I think also a lot of people. Yes, y'all like it really is up to talent. Why did why wasn't this person invited? Why wasn't this like unless like they specifically say they weren't like, let's assume that they probably don't want to you know i see the comments like why didn't y'all include this person like y'all don't even know we did we went like <laughs> we reached out to them and they said no um but let's segue into the met gala all right so i'm only gonna say this like one time <laughs> <laughs> i think oops I think um, I think this era is not for me, and I'm really sad about it. This Billy era, um, I'm really sad about it. I did not love her Met Gala look. I I just she looked so much older than she is. Like she did not look like a 19 year old to me. Um, I was really disappointed to be honest, like I've been really excited for her to be at the Met and just like knew that she would just have something that was just like so eccentric and just like different. And then I don't know, I was just really disappointed. And I think also I saw it coming because with this new era, just even from the British Vogue, I was like, okay, like her style is changing and that's cool. Blonde hair, cool. I think um, I just feel like a little gaslit a bit just because she was the way that she dressed was like, you know, part of her, her, I don't want to say aesthetic, but like, you know, she was known for the way that she dressed and it, it went along with the music. However, yeah, and, and she was also known for like the ways that she didn't dress. She was known for, you know, not wanting to especially as a minor she she really made a point of you know wearing baggy clothing and and not um to the best as she could unfortunately it's not her responsibility but Mm -hmm. trying to make it so people weren't going to sexualize her um so I I definitely see that point in that uh she's she's done not just like a pivot it's a 180 it's a it's a 180 and the thing is like I am proud that like Cause you know, she talks about her body and like her struggles with it. So like, I'm proud that she is even feeling comfortable enough to totally. wear something like that and like let her hair down. And and I think even when you watch some of the footage, she's still, you can tell she's still a little bit uncomfortable. Like, look, yeah. like the way she posed, like still hiding, which I get, um, you know, it's hard being a woman. It's hard being a woman. I bet in the public eye and also she's 19. So like yeah. a lot of that, I'm just saying as a fan, you know, like it's just it's just not what I expected. I feel like she just traded in like all of her like pizzazz and like punk to be like a Disney princess. And I say that too because she literally did the Disney 
a concert film where it yeah. seems like like that's the the era she's going and that was beautiful by the way that was gorgeous i don't know if you got a chance to watch it but i haven't it's really i haven't cool. i don't I don't have Disney Plus, so listen, I get it. I don't have um Paramount Plus, so <laughs> I get it. I get it. I don't work at Disney though. I don't want people to think that, but I just um anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that 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 was like kind of disappointing. And then also with this album, I like a handful of the songs, but I don't love it as much as the previous album. So I feel like the combination of the album and the fashion, I'm just like, I don't even know what this is anymore. And she's allowed to change. Like she is allowed to grow as an artist. Like I don't want her to be stagnant and stuff, but at the same time, if I, if it doesn't hit for me, it just doesn't hit for me. And um, that's sad. Cause like, really i really like went up for her so <laughs> you did it's- and as our <laughs> as as the billy eilish expert i'm curious to hear like to me this album again same as you did not love it as much um but it's also like not that different which is fine you don't have to totally reinvent your sound every time but do you feel like there's a disconnect in that like you know her sound hasn't super changed but but her style has done a 180. It's like almost like they're not in sync. It's so weird because I feel like, okay, so you don't think this album sounds stylistically different from the first one? Because I feel like I feel like it's different. And I also feel like it's just not as cohesive. Like the first, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? No skips. Maybe eight. I have to be in the mood. Honestly, I have a playlist where I have eight. Um, it's on Apple Music replace with her live version because oh, she doesn't okay. do the high like that baby voice just really bothers me <laughs> it really bothers me i'm not gonna lie so but that that album is just like so smooth i feel like it tells a story it has like a start and an end happier than ever i feel like okay getting older yes i feel like started off solid but i just feel like it doesn't flow as well oxytocin i know that she said I believe that she said they wanted a song that was going to be like insane live. Like I, mm-hmm. but it doesn't flow in the album for me. And I, I don't, I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like I, I really skipped songs on this album and like, and I was saying um, on another episode too, I don't normally have Billy songs in my playlist because I like to listen to the whole thing. Totally. Yeah. But this one I do because it's only like a handful of songs that I actually like really enjoy. But um, I don't know. Like, I feel like it, I feel like it's a bit different. Like I think Billy Bossa Nova, I mean, I think the closest thing that it would sound like previously is maybe like bitches broken hearts, maybe, but I feel like that's different. Um, Oxytocin, like, doesn't sound like you should see me in a crown but i feel like that's the energy that she wanted so like i could see that um not my responsibility the interlude and then overheated i don't know i feel like that one's different and then happier than ever i also feel like it's really different i also feel like it's different this album is a little bit different from the first because it has a lot of songs with two parts um which i thought was really interesting um and then male fantasy is very taylor swift 
and but it's the Taylor Swift that like I don't enjoy. And so the album, <laughs> the album for me stops at Happier Than Ever, which she was like, I didn't want to end the album on like being angry. And I'm like, girl, it would have been fi-. like it was a, it's a title track. I think it would have made more sense. But like male fantasy, I just that's also a skip for me. So, yeah, it's kind of all over the place. But I kind of see what you're saying, like sonically, like it's not different. But then I do feel like there are parts of this album that she did differently from what she's done before but this era is just it's we also put a lot of pressure on people to reinvent right. themselves every two years when you don't you don't really have to do that right um, but i do and she's just 19 like, she's, she's 19, 19 so yeah still finding her own sound um, yeah no, nah, I think she's found it, but, <laughs> but <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I just see that like, there's not a total, um, uh, connection between her style and her music though. When I think of like the music video for happier than ever, like it works, it works. That style. I do like that, that music video. That I music do. video is incredible. It's so good. And I watched like the making and stuff of it. And I, oh gosh, I don't watch that. I think it's like an Adobe video because she partnered with Adobe um, to make it. But I will say like her directing has gotten much better because (laughs) girl, I I hope like if she listens to this, I just, I I am a fan, but like you, I feel like you have to critique, you know, it's, this is fair. Like, you know, and I'm also being respectful, respectfully. That's, I, I mean, I think that's such an important thing that, you know, the stan internet is missing is the ability to self-critique mm-hmm. like you and it's also you don't agree with everyone like you don't i don't even agree with myself all the time i delete like tweets all the time like you know <laughs> my opinions change like you know you don't agree with your parents on everything like you know yeah. it's just that's just how it is but i will say her like directing her music videos has gotten better um you know I loved this one. I'm trying to think. There, oh, therefore I am. I mean, it was just her in the mall, like whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, your power. I'm I pretty did, sure she directed that one. I don't like that song, so I don't. I think I've watched that music video one time. I had it on a loop when it came out, and then I moved on. But I did love that video. <laughs> I like what it, the message of it, and like you know yeah. all that, but like. <clears throat> doesn't hit for me my future i've already talked about this also doesn't <laughs> hit for me um but i forgot how we got here uh, music directing <laughs> yeah <Gala>. so <laughs> met gala but yes yeah, so um didn't love it she had a second after party dress the red one i liked that one more than her other dress but i think like i think it was the color of the dress and her hair combo and then i think she just had on way too much makeup um yeah what do you think? I saw a lot of people calling <laughs> well obviously there was a lot of like questioning of who actually did the theme I don't know if I have a belief of like who did the theme and who didn't do the theme um but the overwhelming thing I did see was people saying like I think people just went thinking it was prom um yeah. <laughs> and I see that in Billy's uh gown for sure I mean it, it was beautiful but it really was just like Everyone just like, I don't know, put on a yeah. gown and, and got all done up and went. Yeah. And then Beyonce wasn't there. Zendaya wasn't there. We also have to, 
I didn't. I wasn't going to talk about Nikki, but we also now have to talk about the fact that Nikki Minaj has opened the door of us being like, well, if you weren't at the Met, that means you're anti-vax. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there there was a viral tweet yesterday that said all this because we asked if she was going to the Met Gala. <laughs> like, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, I just am like, girl, and I don't, have you been seeing, like, she deleted all the tweets, but she was coming for, like, the Trinidad, she was coming for, like, a specific Trinidadian reporter, and, like, she kind of doxed her, put her phone number. Yeah, she's been going after, you know, their their equivalent of the CDC. I did mute her, so I'm not seeing as much of it. It just upsets me, honestly, more than anything. I'm so disappointed. That's how she's using her platform, and, like, I understand people's skepticism with the vaccine. You know, if you don't want to get it, just wear your mask or, you know, whatever. But you can't use your, like, you have to responsibly use your platform. Like, you have so many people following you. Now there's protests in Atlanta. And, you know, all these, I've been reading. It's so bad. And, like, hospitals are, like, having to turn people away because, like, the ICU is like filled up and like they don't have any beds and vacancies because there's so many people sick with COVID and majority of them are unvaccinated. So it's just like, like you didn't, you just, you just didn't have to say that. And it's making it so much worse. It's not just that she's skeptical. It's that she's now actively spreading misinformation. Misinformation. (laughs) Right. Which makes more people skeptical or not even skeptical, like straight up anti-vax, which I don't, even really believe she is and yeah. you know the conversation goes deeper and like you know is she distracting from other headlines right no let's talk let, let's get into it because <laughs> i think that's exactly what it is so i believe she's it was brilliant she's brilliant it's very annoying but she's brilliant i don't think i don't think it's working the way that like she thought it would though like i honestly think this is making everything worse and i believe so her husband, I believe, pled guilty to not registering um, as a sex offender in California, yes. um, I believe, on Monday. And she's also been posting a lot of stuff. Like, I think, you know, I think it's also a distraction for her, you know, like, as well as trying to distract other people. But, um, yeah, the, I'm, and I'm sure she didn't didn't see, like, this taking off the way that it did. But then she, like, yeah. doubled down. And so that's the part that's been, like, really harmful. Like, of course, like, vaccine, like, do your research and all that jazz, even though research is such an interesting word because Yeah, when we're not scientists. Right, right. We're not scientists. And I also, like, because, you know, um, I recently have really become, like, a fan of her music. And so it's been really hard for me um, personally but it's like she's always also telling people to like stay in school and get their education. And then like for you to not listen to the people that like actually stayed in school and are getting their education. It's like, girl, then why are we here? So Yeah. No, I I, I fully agree. I do think it's like I don't know, a different a different Nicki Minaj than than we saw a few years ago. And it's it's just disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It really is. And I've been, I was on TikTok this morning and I saw like Barb's being like, take her phone away. Take her phone away. <laughs> like somebody, <laughs> please, Papa Bear, take take his Everyone, iPad away too. Oh my God. Everyone <laughs> taking down their Nicki Minaj American flags. It's been, it's been a lot. It's it a is. Lot. It's a rough time to be a Barb. It is, but. It's a rough time to be a Barb, but coming back to what we said earlier is, you know, 
just because you're a Barb doesn't mean you have to defend Nicki Minaj. And I do feel like a a really decent chunk of the fan base is not, is is speaking out. But but then you see this CVC protest, which almost looked like a joke, but it's still harmful. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But obviously the ones that are normally vocal are the ones that (laughs) are usually on the wrong side, if I'm being honest. Yeah. but yeah, I mean, I really don't have anything else to talk about the Met Gala. Like, every, it was just underwhelming. Um, Rihanna, I got what she was trying to do, but I, okay. Like, this is the first time I was like, Rihanna? Bri- yeah. Rihanna? Let me just say, I, so I was working, you know, not for the Met Gala, but posting about the Met Gala for about like three and a half, four hours. Um, mm-hmm. Finally ordered dinner it came I sat down (laughs) (laughs) and what happens Rihanna finally shows up after literally (laughs) Kiki Palmer spent the entire night saying oh I can't wait for Rihanna to get here and then the live stream ends and I'm like wait is she actually not showing up um so I'm glad she showed up but uh it did it was pretty poor timing (laughs) for me personally uh, rihanna like girl we just trying to take a lunch break you got my <laughs> my my boy matt out here stressed okay uh, but it was, it. it was worth it it was worth it what did you think what did you think of asap's outfit i i thought it was so fun i loved it i don't know <laughs> i mean the jokes were funny too but um i don't know i i, I thought that um they looked I thought that they went really well together, both looking extremely um, baggy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely coordinated. I was, I was confused by ASAP Rocky's like Captain Crunch. Like I literally, I, I <laughs> didn't see anyone else's tweets, and then I was like, "Is this Captain Crunch?" And then everybody started saying it, um, or we all were like, like all cohesively like, "Okay, what's going on?" <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like, "Okay, girl." Um, and they that was their that was their debut as like official yeah. debut as a couple too. So, I mean, what better way to do it than than the Met Gala? True. But but you know they're doing the same theme again in May. Like I feel like because they're like y'all didn't get this shit right the first yes. time, so we're doing yes. This again. And I guess it's I guess it's because like the Met actual like exhibit will still be there. But I I don't know. I haven't really looked into this. But I hope that like. I don't know. There's like an extra caption, an extra phrase. It's not just like American fashion. Like, I don't know. Right. I hope it's like, now it's modern or I don't know. I hope there's something because we can't go through prom 2.0. Because if they that. didn't understand it the first time, <laughs> like you need to re-explain it with like better instructions. Yes. I would say one of the people who I think... Uh, did follow the instructions was Lily Reinhardt, who wore the f- uh, flower of every state. Um, it, it it was a beautiful look, and it's not something that you know you would have picked up on that detail right away. But I think mm-hmm. that's a, a cool thing that you can do at the Met Gala is you know give an ode to something. Um, so that yeah. one that one got a point for me. I yeah, I just thought I guess I thought I was like listen, <clears throat> not encouraging it, but if there was any time that y'all were gonna dress up as Native Americans, this would have been the time. Any like ha- like this would have been I know there was like a few indigenous guests there. Mm-hmm. Um I also thought like why didn't anybody dress as like Diana Ross? Oh well, I know that ha- Hallie's look was kinda like that, but Diana Ross share like Yeah. Oh I'm wait, like, did you see the did you see the video of <laughs> 
<laughs> it was at one of the after parties. I don't know if it was Rihanna's. Um, someone was taking a photo of Camila Cabello. I can't remember who it was. Someone was taking a, a, <laughs> a photo of Camila Cabello. Sean Mendez leans over and says, oh, it's giving Cher. So Cher was there. Cher was at the after party in the form of Camila Cabello. <laughs> I'm being quiet because there really is nothing to say. And what did she have I on? think that's the right response. Like, what did she, like, in them as a couple, I'm still, I don't know if I buy it still. I don't know. I really don't. But, you know, if they're happy or whatever, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, Kim and Kanye, okay. All right. But you know what? What is very American is that no one understood the assignment and it was a lot of chaos. And, you know, that's kind of, <laughs> That's kind of America. Like everyone does that's their own it. thing. So I mean, y'all failed, but passed, and that's kind that's of that's a like, decent point. That's like a really good point. <laughs> um, okay, so next, um, we got to talk about Montero. Like we have to. I li- I've listened to the album I think four times now. Wow, um, oh my it's God. not that long. It's not. That's that long, fair. Right? That's fair. I mean, I've listened all the way through twice, but like. I did spend almost all of yesterday listening to like songs from it, even though I only listened <laughs> Specific all the way songs that you like. Yeah, and there's um, a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Okay, what what's your favorites? Okay, my favorite is, and I don't know if this makes me basic because it's the music video that came out last <laughs> night, but that's what I want. Oh my god, I just love it, and the music video I love so much. But in even independent music video i just love love okay, love okay. that song um am i dreaming featuring miley cyrus honestly maybe this is like i love miley cyrus he didn't need her on that song that song alone is just so 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 beautiful um i still really love sun goes down um that one i think is really meaningful one of me featuring elton john let's just for a mm-hmm. second celebrate that it was out and playing the piano um no shade well a little shade to elton john but (laughs) (laughs) you know you know when it's like featuring elton john you never know if he's gonna sing or play piano and i was really grateful for the creative choice that was um made on that song uh scoop i really like as well Mm -hmm, i mean mm -hmm. there's not a single song on this album that i don't like i will say like i knew i was gonna love this album um Mm -hmm. but immediately i will say it's my favorite album of the year and i don't think i was okay that I don't think I was expecting that. Interesting. Okay, so I actually don't even know all the names of the songs because I have only listened to the album through. <laughs> and that's how you, like, usually for me, that's how I know that, like, the, an album is good because I don't know, like, there's certain, yeah. like, Solange, I know some of the names of the songs, but a lot of them I don't because, I, like, I listen to the whole thing. This album is kind of the same way. Um, I do know I love Montero, Dead Right Now, Industry Baby, and I love Scoop. That line about the forehead, I relate to. I feel like my forehead right now looks okay, but I, it's it's because of the way that my hair is laid. But um, I feel like my forehead's a little big. It's not like, like there are bigger foreheads than mine, but I'm just, I've always been like a little subconscious about my forehead. So I was like, yes, Doja, make, make a line for us. Make a make a lyric for us, girls. Yes. Um, <laughs> which song is it? Is it Sun Goes Down where he talks about like, not wanting to be gay and like I, yeah. I, one of the songs yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like this mm-hmm. is so beautiful um and then yeah, and he covers so much ground on this album that I, I, yeah. I just I think it was so so like you said like beginning to end 
it, it, tells, it tells a story. A story. It tells a story. And I do think I'm like, all right, I need to go on and predict my album of the year. But like, I think I I think this is definitely a, a contender. Um, and also, I love the way that it ended. If I like ever did interview Lil Nas XO, I would ask him, why did he collab with Miley Cyrus? Like, I'm interested. Like, I know he, I saw him have a tweet today. that was like, I did a song with Billy. Billy Ray Cyrus and Miley Ray Cyrus and now it's like something about like collecting Cyrus Affinity Stones or something about doing <laughs> songs with all the Cyrus so like maybe that was oh his God. goal but I do want to know like why he did a song with Miley Cyrus because she has a very complicated relationship with the black community and like our culture and things like that and so I want to know like him as a black like artist you know how does he feel about like her cultural appropriate like maybe that doesn't matter to him or like I, I just I'm just curious because yeah. I'm like you could have collab with anyone and then it was the the last song and i feel like the last song of albums the first and last are so important so agreed um but also his rollout the rollout i mean (laughs) (laughs) i was i was tuned in to the montero show at 11 50 p.m the (laughs) night before right into the music video um and you know, you can have a great rollout that has nothing to do with like, you know, your own creative vision, but it is so obvious that so much of this is his vision and him just like literally on a whim, just tweeting something that will then get 150,000 likes. I mean, he's just brilliant. He's a marketer and it's not a surprise, you know, knowing mm-hmm. his history. You know, and I said this on, I said this before, but I just think it's so interesting the way that him and Doja use the internet and they're both like, I don't know if Doja has said she's a barb, but like I'm going to assume the way that she goes <laughs> up for Nikki that she's a barb. But they both use the the internet in such interesting ways, and they're both trolls. And like Lil Nas X, obviously his is a different level of marketing, but yeah, you know, it's there's something about being a barb and using in the way that you learn how to like use the internet to the best of your like abilities, you know. So, so so agreed. I mean, it's. I do think it's something we've we've seen. Even I mean, it's not the same to any degree with Olivia Rodrigo. She's not nearly as like you know like three sixty all the time. But just like you know, knowing that she was like a Swifty, you see those mm-hmm. things that come out in the way that she promotes mm-hmm. and like tries to do Easter eggs. No one can do an Easter egg like Taylor Swift, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I agree. And I was just saying, there's so much textbook taylor in both billy and olivia olivia's thank you speech literally i was like this is so taylor like everything about (laughs) it is so taylor and then just the way that i i feel like the way billy like kind of rolled out her album and stuff was very taylor like having the vinyls in different colors very taylor taylor used to have like her album like exclusive target red version so that you would buy like all the different versions um and yeah i i mean you know, it's it's commendable and and they're like Taylor Swift, Drake, I would say Beyonce, um, Lil Nas X, I think like they are just great at the way that they do their well, Beyonce doesn't always do album rollouts, but like just the way that like she changed the music industry and markets. Oh, and even her lack of an album rollout is <laughs> <laughs> an album rollout. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just remember December 13th literally I was studying for a final and they were like Beyonce just released the album and I was like what and they were like and I accidentally bought the clean version and I was so <laughs> upset because like I didn't have money to buy it again it was like $17.99 yeah. um 
but and she was actually performing while the album dropped so people at the concert were like leaving and being like i, I believe she was like surprised and i'm just like girl girl <laughs> i i failed that final i did i'm not even gonna lie well, it I was failed. probably worth it it was probably i failed i mean yeah i mean you know it's so it's worked out so <laughs> um but yeah Lil Nas X you did that um I would not be surprised if he won album of the year because okay this is back to genres though as I was listening to it I was like what what category would this get nominated in someone it's- asked me that yesterday too they're like what genre is it and I was like I don't think he does genres like Lil not like no, he doesn't. It's how he so, started was was the lack of a genre. Exactly. Um, so I don't know. Is it is he only going to be eligible for album of the year? I mean, he'll be eligible for something, but yeah. yeah. I mean, that's his own weirdness of how they decide these categories. Probably it's probably either going to be pop or like alternative. But I'm I'm sure the Grammys they're so square. I think they'll put it in the pop <laughs> category. But um, I think I think um. Maybe, like, I also eventually want to talk about, like, him in comparison to Tyler, the creator, because they're two very different Black gay artists. But um, I don't want to say one's yeah, more I mean, accepted it's something than that I've other. been thinking about quite a bit, um, because, you know, with so many of Lil Nas X's music videos, people are like, oh, my gosh, this is groundbreaking. And it it is. It's not like he's the first Black gay artist who has, you know, massive fame. But I do agree with you that, like, they both approach it very, very differently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the reception is different. And, like, I'm just, like, I need to look it up. But I'm, like, has Boosie said anything about Tyler, the Creator? Probably not. Because, honestly, Tyler, the Creator would beat his ass. Not saying Lil Nas X wouldn't. <laughs> but, like, Tyler is that kind of create um, creator. Tyler is that type of person where he's, like, pull up right now. Yeah. Um, but also, I think that, you know, he's more on the rap side so the yeah. homophobia um i don't know i don't know i i really want to do like an episode about it but um yeah. i need to like research yeah. and look into a little bit more but um yeah montero good job good job you great job you did that <laughs> you did that and winning winning video of the year um like four or five days before that's a great way to to go right. into your final stage of album roll. <laughs> right. Congratulations. Congratulations, <laughs> Lil Nas X. We're so proud of you. Um, sorry. I just randomly got a Slack message. I am not going oh, to be on Slack. No, not on a Saturday. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's move into should have been a single. So do you have your list ready? I didn't see it. I, or did you make a I playlist? do have a list. Oh, do you want me to add it to our note? No, it's fine. It's fine. I was just like, okay. um, it's cool. Okay, I'm so very... I figured I figured we could do 10 songs and like you could okay. like I'll go, then you'll you'll go, and then whatever. Um, I think that's how awesome. we should do it. So first I want to start with Feel No Ways by Drake. From I think it's the Views album. Yeah. I'll just play like two seconds of it. Y'all should know this song. Like it's it's a classic. First off, this song is so I love smooth. that you're fully like giving us a little dance on camera. <laughs> I'm like, maybe I'll I'll put that clip in there. But like 
it's just such a vibe. Like, I should be downtown. Anyways, let me stop. But Drake, why wasn't this a single? Why didn't we get a music video? Like, we deserve that in the club, Drake. We deserve that on the radio. Should have been a single. There's still time. Like, I know it's a few <laughs> albums ago. <laughs> but I love that song. I love that song. Well, now more than ever, you know, these songs come back on TikTok. So That's you're right. True. It could happen. That's true. Could happen. That's true. That's true. What about you? What what's what's your first song that you think should have been a single? Okay. I'm gonna start it off with Ariana Grande. And I'm gonna say okay. Bad Idea from the Thank You Next album, I believe. I'll play a second of it. I mean, even just the instrumental straight from the start. <laughs> I love, love this song so much. Um, it was definitely my most played from the album. Um, okay. And I think, you know, there are songs that, you know, you could listen to a lot that aren't catchy, but like the reason I listened to this one nonstop was because it's such a catchy song. I love the chorus of it. I love all of it. Um, and I know that it was a lot of people's favorite too. So I was, okay. I was surprised. I feel like she doesn't put out as many singles as a lot of other artists. Mm, that's interesting. I do have, okay. Ariana's singles choice is interesting. Um, I think that's interesting. I do like Bad Idea too. That is a good one. I, I don't. Do, how do you think it would have done on the radio? I think I don't know. I think it could have done really well because I think it has that catchiness to it. Um, it sounds like other Ariana singles to me. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I see it. I see it. I see it. Okay. Okay. So, um, also next on my list. Okay. You know what? I was like, I, was, I wasn't sure which order I was going to go, but since we're already talking about Ariana Grande, I'll just say on my list, I have Motive with Doja Cat. There's still time for it to be a single. There is still time for this one. So, there absolutely is. You know, I would love a music video. Um, I love Motive. Like, it's such a good song. And I just, I want a music video. I want it to be a single. And I feel like we'll, we, it will also be like a fun remix as well. Like, I just think it deserves more. It's a good song. Yeah. And so when I saw you put this on the list, I immediately like had this light bulb that went off in my head. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> when, when artists agree to do a feature, you know, a, an A-list artist like Doja Cat, are they expecting that it's going to be a single? Because obviously mm-hmm. the amount that they're going to make from this song is so wildly different if it's just an album track versus a single. Like, I don't know. That just kind of popped into my head of like, if this was a single, it would do amazing. And mm-hmm. I think both of our opinions. Um, so I, I'm kind of like, you know, is there ever pressure coming from like the Doja Cat camp of like, hey, when's the music video? That's such a good question. And it's also interesting because they did the 34 plus 35 remix together. There's a video for that. And then Motive. And then on Doja's album, Ariana is on... Um, I don't do drugs. So I'm like, maybe they're like, you know, we're going to come out with three songs. This one will get a video. This one won't. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how the music yeah. industry works, but I think that is really interesting because like, I think this song, I saw, I just saw something about it on chart data. Like it just hit some kind of like stream, like, you know, got whatever amount of plays. So I know it's doing like pretty decent. Um, and like, I feel, I, I think at this point I would, I would be surprised. I, I think Ariana has kind of moved on from this album, yeah. but like, I just, I don't know. 
I'm like, I think we would get a video for don't do drugs and not motive, but, and that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I don't know when it, I'm, I'm thinking back to positions and what, what the singles wound up being. It was positions. It was 34 plus 35. And then I think there was another, but the I don't one with the weekend, right off the table. Cause didn't they, did they do a music video or was it just like a Vivo performance? I think it was just a Vivo performance. I mm. think. Interesting. I feel like there was a third single. I'm gonna look it up real quick. I was trying to look um, at the songs. Um, but I just shut up. Like she doesn't put out a lot of singles anymore. Oh, POV, POV, POV was made a single on April 19th. But I feel like that didn't really make a splash. And did it even have a music video? I don't think it did. That was more did just it? like I think people were blowing that up on TikTok because that was yeah. like. A song that I so they just say like okay let's call it a single so it gets some radio <laughs> airplay <laughs> i guess i don't know i don't know but um yeah all right what's next on your list okay i'm going to pick a lizzo song um okay because i feel like so many of her singles are from albums that were released in or not even albums but old songs from 2017 so i feel like her actual you know like big studio debut album didn't really get enough singles this was my okay. most played song of 2019, Soulmate by Lizzo. Uh, um, I just, I, I don't know. It's 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 the feel-good Lizzo that, mm-hmm. you know, she was really going for in that era and still is. Um, and I just, oh, I loved Soulmate. It made me, it made my heart very happy. Lizzo, Lizzo. Um, I don't remember <laughs> how that song goes, but I do know that, I think I liked it. I think I did like it. Let me get see if I can get the chorus. (laughs) It's like, and I'm on soulmate. Yeah, you're your own soulmate. Yes. Okay. I did like that song. It's not like I love it, but it is a good song. But yeah, it was my favorite from the album, so I just had to. And I think it was my most played song of 2019. So <laughs> I love it that though. Been, it would have done great on the Matt chart, um, if that, that counts. <laughs> I love that. I love that. All right, what do you have? Okay, I have Halsey on here a few times, so I'm trying to pick one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna pick "Die for Me," which is a Post Malone song with Future and Halsey. Halsey has the best verse on the song. Like, save the best for last. And she said that shit in her lyrics, too. Like, um, song is so good. I wanted this live. They did, I think Post Malone made the other song, a single, the one with Ozzy and Travis Scott, which that one's cool, mm. too. But Die For Me, that shit is I hard. almost forgot that this wasn't a single because I, I don't know, did it, either it came out, like, on its own not as like a full single releases or just like as a promotional or maybe it was just like the top of new music friday or something but like something about this song i was like oh my god i forgot that this wasn't a single because it is a really good song it was so good um i'm I've, i don't know if COVID had anything to do with it because this came out in like 2019 and yeah. you know they d- uh was it the grammys that post malone performed that? i can't remember but 
yeah, that song is fire. It's so yeah. good. And it was not a single and it deserved more. And also this combination of people is very interesting. Post Malone, Future, and Halsey. You know, just very, very interesting combination. But great song. We deserved a video and it deserved to be a single. I think it would have did great on radio too. So... Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> any combination <laughs> of the three of them is going <laughs> to like, do amazing. Yes, yes, yes. All right. I'm going to go with a SZA song. I'm okay. I'm going to say 20-somethings. Um, I yes. love that song so much. And when I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, that song is like really slow. But then I think of Good Days mm-hmm. and like... It's the same vibe. <laughs> so I think it totally, maybe it wouldn't have worked when the song came out. Maybe that was more of a like early 2021, everyone's like miserable <laughs> vibe. <laughs> but that song is so good. And like me and my friends would listen to that one nonstop. So again, it's like one where I had to like do a double take to remember that it wasn't actually a single. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That album in general has a lot of good songs. But yeah, 20-something is, is really good, and um, it means a lot to me right now because I'm my birthday soon, and I was going to be my last year of my 20s, so I'm like, I really got to soak this one in. Uh, yes, you, know? you got to listen to it <laughs> one more year. <laughs> um, yeah, one, one more year. Okay, 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 okay. Next, I have Wasted Times by The Weeknd. I'm going to play like a little bit of it. I love the way the song starts. Let me make sure the volume is up. Okay. It's just so good. Like this song is so good. It deserves so much more. Like, oh my gosh, he's so hurt. <laughs> he is so like, hurt. She wants me to have you. I love this song. This was on the. I think it was like a. I don't know if it was technically an EP. My dear melancholy. So on this one, call out my name was like the only song. I think yeah. he really like even talked about from this project but wasted times is such a vibe it's such a vibe i think it would have done well on radio i would have loved a music video i the weekend his music videos don't normally disappoint sometimes they are weird won't lie but he's another one where he's like super super creative um he does oh like save marketing your tears that oh, the video for save your tears is much my favorite thing in the world yes yes and then it's so interesting too with him and ariana grande because they have a lot of songs together and um and then she i love that um you know she was on the savior tears remix because she has the no tears left to cry like i just i was like i don't know if anyone if this was like on purpose or like a pun (laughs) or a play but really into that vibe but they also make like great music together but yeah i really wanted like i was hoping that was going to be a single and it wasn't and now i'm just like i feel like i'm telling people like do you know this song do you know this song (laughs) um (laughs) you know so yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna do one which is really silly because this album came out one week ago <laughs> <laughs> okay calm down <laughs> <laughs> but casey musgraves who i adore mm-hmm. um i am just going to be shocked if this is not picked as a single it's not my favorite on this album but um star her album which came out weeks ago uh, there's a song called Camera Roll, 
And mm-hmm. it's like a bit different for a Casey Musgrave song because a lot of hers are um, like kind of abstract in a sense. And this one is very literal. Um, let's see if I can remember the lyrics. Don't go through your camera roll. Um, okay, no, no, no. Let me go to a different part. Uh, chrono- <laughs> chronological order is nothing but torture. Oh, it's just like, oh, it's mm. all about like, don't don't go back through those old memories because you're only going to see the good stuff and not the bad stuff. Um, and it's, it's just, I don't know. It, it hits people in this way. Like, I feel like the second that album came out, everyone was tweeting like, Oh my God, camera roll ruined me. Um, it's, I love <laughs> it. It's not my favorite on the album, but if she doesn't, I hope she's listening. So she hears that that needs to be a single. And I just imagine like a music video can be incredible. I am going to make it a point to listen to this album because I know that you love Casey Musgraves and I, (laughs) the songs that I have heard from her, I did enjoy, but I just forget about her because she's just not like in my sight, guys. (laughs) I got my Casey Musgraves sign. Her last album, you know, I'm going to compare this to Lord's Melodrama versus Lord's Solar Power. Solar Power, it's a great album, but nothing will ever beat Melodrama. That is how I feel about uh, Casey Musgraves' Dark Cross versus Golden Hour. Um, but again, still a great album. I've had, well, I had it on repeat and then Lil Nas X. Uh, <laughs> Dang, <laughs> knocked her off. <laughs> but they'll, they'll coexist. <laughs> All right, so that's my weird, <laughs> my weird like wish list one. No, that's so cool. I'm going to give that album a listen for sure. My okay, so my weird wish list one is satisfied from the Hamilton mixtape. <laughs> so funny. But, I actually don't know if I've heard this. Ver- I know satisfied, but I don't know if I've heard this version of it. Yo, it's with Sia, <laughs> Miguel, and Queen Latifah. Like, I don't even like. I don't even want to play a snippet of it because you need to listen to the whole thing. Okay, Sia, okay. I promise. Sia is amazing. And then Queen Latifah rapping, like, it's all just, it's so good. And I doubt it would ever be, like, on the radio because it's probably, like, weird to, like, Hamilton's one of those things <laughs> where you, like, listen to the whole thing, usually, you know? Um, but it's so good. It's so, that mixtape was, it was just, like, a genius idea, but, like. I think I did listen to it, but I- I think it was a one-time listen, not because I disliked it, but like you said, like it's so it can be a weird thing to just be like, I'm gonna listen to right. one song from the Hamilton. Right, <laughs> right. And it's a very specific vibe. Like, you know, it's it's not like your everyday listen, I would say, but um, yeah, that's my that's my weird, weird one. But yeah, it please listen to that one. Like Sia okay. really did Sia did that. Like Sia and the original knows- thing is the original version is really good. And so for yeah. this version to be like competing like i'm telling you i'm telling it's my favorite song um to start with from hamilton so i think you have to listen to it yeah then you have to listen to it first thing after this i will be listening (laughs) to it okay my next one is a uh this is for this is for the katie cats out there (laughs) (laughs) oh lord so i saw someone tweet this um a few weeks ago i am sorry i'm not giving credit because i don't remember who tweeted it Someone I follow tweeted, I can't believe that Katy Perry never made Walking on Air um, from her Prism album a single. Uh, and I don't think I was like a diehard Prism listener. So I was like, oh, let me put this on. 
so now for the last three weeks, all I've been listening to is Walking on Air. Just the instrumental alone is a win. I'm walking on air. It's so fun. Um, and the chorus I is, is love that song. I used to dance to that song when I was waiting for the transit at school. I had a specific oh my God. walk that I would do. <laughs> and my family, like, they tease me because they'll put that song on and I'll do it. Like, I love that song. I love that song so much. Not a lot of people know about it because it wasn't a single, I feel like, unless you're like a Katy Perry fan. But it's so good. And you go back to that era of Katy Perry and like any single she put out, most of them went to number one. And if not, they they were top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit of a different story these days. But <laughs> but yeah. I mean, maybe they were just like, we got enough out of this album. We don't need another single. I think that probably could have been it because that song is incredible. Yeah, there was a lot of songs on that album too. And that one had Roar... Um, yeah, and legendary lovers, and kind of the last time that Katie mm-hmm. was it was that the last time Katie Perry like really had well, kind of. I feel like people have been upset. Like people liked Harley in Hawaii, but they didn't go up for it like they should have, and yeah. that's a lot of people have been upset that like that didn't perform as well as it should have. But yeah, oh, I would say that. Oh, 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 I have my own complaint. <laughs> this one, I wish I could have done. <laughs> But it was a single. It was a single, yeah. Never, never really over. Oh my god, it's one of my favorite pop songs of all time. Um, but I don't know. It just it didn't reach its audience. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um. Okay. Next, I have um Elo Milo by Billie Eilish. Girl, you already know this is your favorite song, one of your favorite songs, <laughs> and you didn't make it a single, and you didn't give us a music video. I just knew we were gonna get a music video for this song. Why do you think it. it wasn't made a single? I don't know. Like maybe it's, I'm like, do you not think it's radio friendly? It's short. I don't know. But Elo yeah, Milo it is, is short. That was my that was my leading guess. But like, make a radio version then. <laughs> right. It's two. It's two thirty five. It's such a vibe, but. I'm just like, oh my God, I love this song so much. So normally I listen to the whole album through, but there are times where I will just start it from, what's before this? Uh, I want to end me. Mm. I can't think of it with the song playing and I don't want to look it up. Um I can't think of it with the song playing, but the song before this, I normally will start and like listen to that through the end if I don't want to listen to the whole thing but this song is so good and I'm just like why wasn't it a single what happened especially and you love knowing it, that you that love the song loves it and like any she, her songs don't have to be radio friendly because right she's Billie Eilish and like they will become radio friendly <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah I'm just like What's going on? And then I also have like a lot of my friends, they don't love Elo Milo. So I feel like I'm always like, like I am standing hardcore for this song. And so for it to not be a single, I'm just, I feel like I'm in this fight by myself, girl. <laughs> but um, yeah, fucking love Elo Milo. That song goes so hard. It's so good. It is so good. So good. And it's a great one to perform too. Uh, live? Yes. Yeah. Injected into my veins. Honestly, I wish you would perform it twice because it's so short. But you know, I don't make the rules. So. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with 
Demi Lovato, Daddy Issues. This is another one where my friend group went hard for this song. Um, It was when I was living in LA and we would drive (laughs) around LA together and just someone would say, oh my God, put Daddy Issues on and just put it on repeat. That song is so good. Um, And I feel like that album uh, from Demi didn't get a ton of singles either. And yeah. we don't get a ton from them now either. Um, yeah. But so, Demi, if you really want to just pull a little uh, cat out of the something. cat, that's not a saying. Um, if you <laughs> out of the bag, I don't know. I don't know. If you want to bring a song back, this is the one I nominate. That's so interesting because that album in general, I feel like, didn't get enough reception, and it had really good songs. And um, we all know that Demi wants Grammy a Grammy win so bad I think they have some nominations now but Demi always talks about how badly they want a Grammy win um Mm. and I feel like I don't know maybe this album wouldn't have won but I really loved this album and that was a standout track for me I feel like Demi makes good albums but I I feel like their Grammy nomination is going to come from like a soundtrack or something. Like, I don't know what it is and I can't explain why, but I just feel like the Grammys don't like her bodies of work. But I feel like if she were to do like a song for a project, they would be more open. I can't explain why, but that's just how I feel. No, I see that. I see that. And and, and they have a history of acting, so it could happen. Maybe. Yeah, it could happen. It could <laughs> happen. Okay. 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 Um, Next, <laughs> I have Woman by Harry Styles. <laughs> I don't know who's gonna play it like what radio will play it but it's such a good song it's such a good vibe I feel like it being a single shows his versatility um and also I mean Adore You was more upbeat but it was a single so I'm like why can't woman be and also they shout out my employer so you know <laughs> Ah, so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, like, damn, he could have got Elton to play the piano, but this is his first album, his solo album. So, but this song is so good. Would have loved a video. It deserved yeah. more. It deserved more. And he makes fun videos. He makes really fun he does. videos. He does. He does. He does. So, that was my woman which is actually going to be one of our pick ones so i'm excited for that i'm excited for that too yes 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 okay you are up next all right i'm going to pick (laughs) i'm gonna let's do a little taylor swift um so i know that you don't love every taylor swift and i am the same um a taylor swift that so i loved 1989 yes i like came in for 1989 and then i was quickly back out um, but I did jump. I did. <laughs> I did jump back in for the folklore. Not as much evermore, just because it was the same thing. Um, but folklore, I really went hard for. And champagne problems is an incredible song. Also funny that like so many artists have songs called a champagne song called champagne problems. problems. <laughs> yeah, I should have put that but... one for our pick one. <laughs> Next time, but, next time. Next time. But Taylor's Champagne Problems is so good. And it was definite. it was one of my most played of last year. That's kind of how I picked a lot of these. was just like, let me go through my most played and see which ones <laughs> weren't singles. Because they probably were really catchy. And I would have loved to hear more. I mean, that's a good way to look at it. That's honestly a good way to, to go about it. It's so funny because I, 
I was like, I already had some of these songs to pick for this episode, but I was thinking like, what art, like I'm going to go by artists and Taylor Swift. She, the way that she picks her singles is very interesting because even like 1989, I was, I'm still upset that bad blood won video of the year because blank space was a way better music (laughs) video by like, like it wasn't even close, but because that had like the girl squad and like blah, 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 blah. But, um, yeah, I love, I think 1989 is a great album. And then Reputation was weird, but actually, like, I go back now and I en- I enjoy it. Um, I didn't really give it a chance, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I was just out on Taylor at that point in time. Um, yeah, but, I so I really wanted to pick one from 1989. Um, my favorite song on that album has to be Clean, but I was like, that's not a single. That's not a mm, single. It's not. It's, a great song but it, it wouldn't it's have, definitely it wouldn't have gotten enough definitely yet. not a single yeah 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 um okay 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 i'm like what do i want to pick pick next okay so brand new by jasmine sullivan one of my favorite songs um i think it should have been a single it should have been more honestly the whole reality show album was really really good and i feel like it was celebrated within the black community which is really all that matters but just as for like critical acclaim i do want more for her which i think she's been getting a lot of love with her latest project yeah. so um that's cool but yeah um my next one would definitely be brand new by jasmine sullivan i'm not gonna play it but um it's really good and then what do you got it is it is all right let's <laughs> do okay i'm gonna pick lord maybe maybe i'm just like on a taylor swift lord uh, i see you're like now. you're stuck know. in like tumblr like <laughs> yeah because this is from melodrama so it was very i straight up went like from 1989 to melodrama (laughs) that was like 2015 into 2016 i think i think like uh oh i can't melodrama may have been 2017 but uh that was just like jack antonoff's uh (laughs) that that was his peak (laughs) um so supercut from the melodrama album i loved Mm. that song so much i think so much of that album that wasn't a single it was not a single i fact checked um (laughs) because so much of that album is not does not you know give itself to being a single but that song does um, but no, the singles from that album, the biggest was Homemade Dynamite and Green Greenlight. Mm-hmm. And that, that could have been it. Um, we didn't get a ton of singles from, from that era. And now, I mean, she could care less about having a single at this point. Yeah, oh, and Perfect did. Places was, was a single as well, which I like that song too. But Supercuts was absolutely my favorite from that album. I can't believe that wasn't a single. Cause that song is like in so many movies and like things too. Yes. Now. Oh my god, yeah. it is the perfect, it's such perfect a montage. It is. It <laughs> is. It is. Wow, that's that's crazy. That is actually crazy. Okay, okay. So two more. Okay, so I know what my last one's gonna be, but my next one. Um. Okay, so one of my favorite, um, mixtapes is not all heroes wear capes and it's like metro boomin and travis scott and honestly it's a very underrated project and there's a song there's two songs with Wizkid. um borrowed love is really good what i love about this and um this is a sample and um, i just remember hearing this and then ariana also has it in um fake smiles okay okay uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smile, so i recognized yeah. it right away yeah 
It is so chill. Would have been such a good summer song. It's just like real vibey. Yes. Like, it's really good. But yeah, really wish that that was a single, one of the music video. Um, it just, I feel like a lot of these songs too, like I'm saving for me, like, oh, like if I were to ever make a movie, I'm going to use this song and this song. Cause like, yes. that's such a good song for like end of a beach day kind of vibe. But yes. And yeah. then, and then they're driving home listening to Supercuts by Lord. <laughs> right. It's all, right. It's all coming together. Exactly. We're, we're going to make a movie. That's what we're here to say, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. MTV Netflix movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, see, people are going to actually believe us. So we were joking. That is wrong. <laughs> I'm lying. Don't have the power to do that. Um, <laughs> okay. I am going to pick someone a song from someone who we have previously discussed about oh, Lord. 30 minutes ago okay okay i'm sorry i have a Nicki minaj song on here no it's totally listen <laughs> at the end of the day she is talented like the music is there you know like yeah. she is it, it, it like we cannot take that away from her so what you got and she's you know in many ways uh said a lot of history as well Exactly. Um, all right. I have a song that it's not my favorite from the pink print, but I think it fit the era really well. Um, the crying game featuring Jesse Ware. It's just like your classic, like moody song with like, you know, soaring vocals in the chorus and then mm-hmm. Nikki rapping on the verses. Um, and it really takes me back when I listen to that song. And I, I <laughs> am kind of surprised that it wasn't released as a single because I feel like that was like, the formula for so much music in that time period. Mm, mm, interesting. Okay, so my last song is School in Life by Beyonce, which she don't even perform. She's only performed it, I believe, in Roseland for her Roseland special, but like classic. Also, like so a good, good song for end of a movie, like you know, as the credits oh, yeah. are rolling. Me. <laughs> no, but really, no, really, she she fit <laughs> on this. Like she she knew what she was talking about. This deserved a music video. Yeah. This deserved to be on the radio. Like this song, and it was it was on the deluxe edition. Like it was a bonus track. It wasn't even like a regular track. Oops. But yeah, I'm just like Beyonce, girl. You knew what you did with that song. Like, why didn't you give it like its proper, its proper like, um, I guess do like I don't know. It just it deserved more. So that that's my. Last I fully song agree. And I also, like, when I think of Beyonce, like, she's a she's someone who obviously does not need radio airplay. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't she doesn't get a ton of it. Um, but this song of any, not mm-hmm. any, but of a lot of Beyonce songs, this mm-hmm. one just fully fits on so many different genres um, on the radio. It's yeah, so yeah. Agreed, agreed. 
All right. What, a great what you one got? to end it on. A great one to end it on. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to end it on, um, you know, my forever fave who, you know, they didn't always have the greatest music, but they meant a lot to me. So it's got to be Fifth Harmony. Um, <laughs> you really I'm do stand to... Fifth Harmony. You really do. <laughs> uh, and it was never about the music. It really wasn't because I don't think that they made groundbreaking music, but they made some fun pop songs. And one of them. Right <laughs> Sorry. Feel just like a sledgehammer. That's my Written that's my by pen. Megan Trainer. Oh, anyway. Megan with the big pin though. <laughs> that pin be pinning. I almost actually picked as my final song um a song of theirs that features Megan Trainer called Brave Honest Beautiful. Um it was a deluxe track, but I picked This Is How We Roll by Fifth Harmony. I'll play a little bit of it. It's just a fun pop song and I loved it so much. I would listen to it while I was driving because it's called This Is How We Roll. So it just like felt like it made sense. Um, and I think that they had interesting single choices a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I really think it could have done something. I mean, Reflection did have a lot of single success with Boss and Sledgehammer and Worth It. Um, but those three come right in a row and this is right afterwards. So I think it just would have made sense. Give us, give us one more. No. Okay. Okay. I don't know a lot of their songs cause it's very pop, but you know, Megan does have a good pin. So I'll go listen to it. I'll take a, I'll take a stab at it. And, and you know, if you don't like it, no offense taken. <laughs> <laughs> because truly like. I felt bad, like, dragging my mom to their concert because I knew that this is not revolutionary You felt music, bad, but, but you just... still did it. So did you feel bad? But I, um, No, and I did not feel bad paying for the meet and greet either. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. I love that for you, It though. gave us Normani, so... That's true. Come on. That's true. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, solid list. Solid, solid list. That was really around. fun. That was really that fun. Was. I feel like that's like always a great topic to talk about with people who just love music. Yeah. Just like, damn, what happened? Why didn't we, what could we have done? Do we got to promote? Cause you know, fans will be like, <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do the work. Um, <laughs> and they, so and now more than ever, they're successful at it. Cause right. power. I mean, look, we got ain't shit from Doja after like low key, like bullying her. Um, yeah. She could say she wasn't bullied, but we i see i see the comments girl bullying works works. the internet learned the past few weeks right we do not condone bullying except for if it's to positively change the world um i'm kind of joking but i'm kind of not all right so now we're gonna move on to pick one which um i'm excited to bring back so i have two pick ones this week i have woman harry styles versus woman by doja cat so I'll give a sample of both. Um, do you have you heard both of these? You've heard both of these. Yes. Right? Okay. I wasn't as familiar with Harry Styles, which you know people might get real mad at me for saying. That, but <laughs> I love okay. him as a person. I'm not always with his music. I'm not always well versed in his music. All right, all right. So let me. This is "Woman" by Harry Styles. I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. Like 
It's like a. It reminds me of like Benny and the Jets. Yes, totally. Which is probably like his inspiration. <laughs> probably. I love the guitar. Okay, and then Doja's. All right, who you got? <laughs> Although I think I, mean, I know. I have to, after what I said, <laughs> I love that song. I mean, I love pretty much all of Planet Her. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe it's just that I'm more familiar with it. Um, but yeah, Harry Styles' music, I respect it. I think he's doing great things. It's not mm-hmm. always, not always what I'm looking for. Um, so it's got to be Dutch Cat for me. Okay. What about you? Okay. I really love both of them. Um, I'm, I don't know. Like, I guess if I like, if, if I, if, if someone came up and was like, you could only play one, I probably would play Doja Cats because I do like Harry's, um, but it is kind of slower. Um, I think it's yeah. more, you have to be in the mood for it. Um, and I feel like it's a nighttime song, whereas Doja's is like really energetic. I also like her flow in it a lot. So, but they're both really good songs. Um, they are opinion. both really good. And then next we have Good For You, Selena Gomez and ASAP Rocky versus Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. So I don't know if y'all have heard, if y'all remember Good For You from Selena Gomez. So I'm going to play like a little bit of it. Okay, and then... Good for you by Olivia Rodrigo. All right. Who you got? <laughs> this is a, this one's tough for me. Um, I think that Selena's Good For You is a great, 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 great song. Um, and if Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo never came out, um, and you know, we were picking any other Good For You on the face of the planet, Selena Gomez is taking it, but mm-hmm. Good For You, Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, <laughs> it feels so good to like just scream those lyrics. Um, and I would, I, I, I have to, it's, it's a tough choice, but I have to go with Good For You, Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, so you're going Gen Z. Interesting. (laughs) Is it Gen Z? Is it? Because it's like such a it's such a flashback too. It is. It's like it's like millennial packaged in Gen Z. Uh huh. Repackaged. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. They're both good songs. They're both good songs. I think I'm gonna go with Selena just because it's such a a vibe. Like I also feel like Selena's version you could play at any point in the day. Yeah. Olivia's I'm not listening to that probably after nine I mean maybe I am on like a Saturday but like you know on a Thursday <laughs> I also really liked this era of Selena Gomez music um and Cell is so interesting because she's just an interesting pop star she's just a very interesting um artist but they're both good songs. I enjoy both of them, but I think they're um, so good. And they're then really they are both fun to like sing to and yeah. to I don't know. I feel like Selena Gomez's is like 
I don't know. It just, it makes you feel really good. Whereas it's, sol- it's like Ol- sultry and sexy. Exactly. Whereas Olivia is very much just like, Middle oh, finger. you're angry? Like, <laughs> let it out with this song. So maybe I'm just angry. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, get it out, Matt. Get it, get it all out. Um, all right, cool. Well, I don't really have anything. I, like the last part of the, the podcast is like the, I can't stress this enough, or you can like suggest new music. I don't really have anything. I feel like it's been kind of crazy these last weeks. So I just kind of want to end on a more positive note. I feel like we've just shared really good music too. So, um, I'm good on that front, but did you have anything you wanted to share? We just got to both listen to, I have to listen to, um, Satisfied, uh, okay. by yes. Sia and Queen Latifah. And See you, Queen Latifah and Miguel. Hi, Miguel. Okay. And you have to listen to This Is How We Roll by Fifth Harmony. I think these are very different songs, but that's <laughs> that's that's our plans moving forward. <laughs> yes. And then also send me your um playlist that you made. Um Will do. of your of your should have been a singles. But um yeah, this was this was so fun. I feel like we talked yes. about an array of things, like <laughs> so many different things that we would have talked about anyway so i mean yeah yeah true (laughs) but now like you know a playlist can accompany it or whatever yeah um where can the people find you you can follow well first of all you can follow (laughs) mtv on instagram and you can follow me on twitter at matt ryan x Perfect. Perfect. All right, cool. Well, thank you for being a guest on the pod. Um, It's always a pleasure talking to you. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.